to Living Your Best Life podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Miller, and today I have one inspiring lady joining me, the one, the only, Angela Sanchez, creator of the Beauty Business Co., the go-to hub for beauty business owners. Angela is dedicated to empowering the beautypreneur to unleash their full potential by becoming savvy social marketers, providing them tools Uh, for them to build confidence and show up as their true authentic self, ready to shine. Angela is impacting in so many ways, including her podcast, Confessions of a Beauty Boss, Uh, the Beauty Boss Planner, which has made its way all around the world, and, of course, her Beauty Boss Retreat, uh, which I was so blessed to be a part of and be a presenter in 2019. Uh, But the big thing is, is Angela has just sold up her home and her home beauty business, packed up her husband and her little boy, Emilio, um, and they've headed out on the road into um, uh, in a motorhome on the on a journey to connection. So we have a really great uh, chat about that. But it's, this is a great opportunity for Angela to really dedicate her time now to the Beauty Business Co. and give it everything that she's got. Uh, This conversation is one of such inspiration. I love talking to Angela and she gives us so many little nuggets of gold for us to implement straight away in our social media marketing. So grab a cup of tea, kick up your heels and enjoy the conversation with the amazing Angela Sanchez. So I'm super excited that I have Angela from Beauty Business Co. joining me this morning. And I, you know, it's been, we've been actually friends for a long time. So I'm really excited um, that you're you're joining me and to be able to share some of your skills, your knowledge and experience um, and what you're trying to create and how you can support the beauty business owner in, um, you know, in, in, in growing their, uh, especially in their, in social media, it seems to be your niche that you've actually fallen into. And I think you do it really, really well. So welcome, um, Angela. Uh, Thank you, Rebecca. So, so good to be here. Yeah. So for the people that don't know you, who is Angela Sanchez? Yes. Angela Sanchez is like, I've been in the beauty industry for 16 years and I can now just call myself a sole beauty business mentor because I was wearing a few hats previously. So I'm the creator of Beauty Business Co. I have founded the membership platform Beauty Boss Pro. And yeah, I've just, I guess, through my experience in owning my own salon and the rapid changes that were coming on how to market your beauty salon, I did fall into that niche of loving social media and I started getting questions in my inbox from friends that are in the industry asking, how did I do that social media post? I wish that I had something like you when I was um, first a mum and um, wanting to know more about how I was running my business. So I guess I kind of fell into this area where I thought if one person's asking that question, there'd be so many more people that need support and advice and a place to just turn to in a safe community and I think when I launched there wasn't a lot of the whole digital groups and things to be in support networks it was more I guess in your local community networking breakfasts and stuff like that but it was really nice to create something just industry specific 
And it's just grown over the last two and a half years. And I've also grown as well, which I know we're going to talk about more. But I absolutely love our industry. I love the fact that it can take you down any pathway you literally fall into when it comes to what you're passionate about. Um, And that for me is now mentoring other beauty business owners. So I love empowering them to literally unleash their full potential, build confidence and become savvy social marketers. So that is what we do at Beauty Business Co. Oh, my goodness. I absolutely love it. It's fantastic. So obviously uh, from beauty therapist in the treatment room, uh, you've had a home salon. Uh, that you've, you know, ran for many, many years. Um, and then, as you said, this sort of was your side hustle. But now you've actually swapped over and it has become your, uh, you know, you, it's what, you, it's what you, you live for now. What was the transition period? Um, this is, I think, a really good, you know, story for our uh, fellow beauty uh industry owners to hear because some of them do have that side hustle whether it be you know a training platform or whatever it might be what was the transition period um how long has it taken you because these things just don't happen overnight (laughs) um for you to be able to get the following for you to be able to create the content all those things just give us a little bit of an outline on you know what that journey's been Yeah, sure. So I think it all started when I had my son, Emilio. I was working for a skincare company as a business consultant at the time. And I knew that I had my salon, my full-time job with them. And I was building up my business on weekends and night times with no kids. So the responsibility was like just all on me to build a great clientele. And that was really successful. And then obviously I wanted to become a mum. So the plan was really to have Emilio and who is now five and um, then decide, okay, I can't have business consultant, baby and beauty salon, all the three Bs. So I had to really decide where I wanted to put my energy and time. And I just absolutely loved having my own salon. And it was really designing that around what I wanted my life to look like. So it's perfect that your podcast is literally living your best life because I'm a really big believer in creating a life by design. So yes, I have huge big goals. I have the visions of owning the beachfront property and turning it into the ultimate beauty destination. But I think it's so important to realize that where you're at in the stage of your life, you don't have to have all the things all the time. And for me, I had to be okay with that and step back and say, look, I have everything I need right now to be a fully present mum with my child and also run my business. And I could have gone down that other pathway and gone commercial and just started um, it that way. But just every single time I tried, I think it just didn't align correctly. Um, Something always blocked it. So whatever you believe in, whether it's the universe or what, there was just something in the way of me moving forward in that direction. So I just stayed with what I was doing. And it took three years. Emilio was three years old and um, John and I decided to go on our very first holiday uh, as a couple and a new family. We went on the cruise ship where we used to work and this was a brand new one. (laughs) And um, I finally had some me time to kind of just reflect, sit and relax. And 
there was a magazine that I had taken on by Lisa Messenger, who's one of like my kind of inspirational mentors as well. And it told me to write down like my my one year, my five year and my 10 year goals, vision, like what I wanted my life to look like, how I wanted to wake up and feel every single day. And um, I just get, I, as a new mum, I didn't ever give myself time to kind of reflect on, on that for such a long time. And I finally just had that space to do so. And that is where the idea of Beauty Business Co came up. And it was literally like the words Beauty Business Mentor. I wrote those down. And then one night, um, my husband's a singer, so he was down doing the karaoke and I was putting Emilio to bed and I just started scribbling all the things that were coming to my mind. I had this rush of like, I need to figure this out for myself. I want to know what kind of path I want for our life as a family, but also for me as a professional, because I think it's um, you can definitely be a mum and still do what you love to do. There's no need to kind of separate the two. Um, but it just has to really align with your values as well. So, I mean, that just sort of all flooded out in what I wanted that big plan to look like. And it still included my salon, but it also had this hub where everyone could go to and be supported and gain resources. And that just evolved for a whole year. I just kind of put some things in place. I'd been following um, some kind of uh, UK entrepreneurs. I'm a part of like the Female Entrepreneur Association. And I think being in that digital space of what like Carrie Green was doing and how she was supporting entrepreneurs in a digital way, I just attached to like, this could be bigger. Like I'm trading time for money in my salon right now. So how can I reach more people? And thank goodness for the internet because <laughs> that has just given us so much incredible opportunity to have like a larger impact. So yeah, transition wise, the idea took one year to create the first free Facebook group where everyone could come and sort of, yeah, I could be there as a support network. Uh, in the back end, um, we both, I'm pretty sure, have the same marketing agency with Sonia from Kiss Marketing, which I think she's having a name change soon. Um, and Sonia created my website and the back end and the, the, the shop where you could download resources. So we launched the website with the shop first. And then in the back end after that, she was creating the membership platform for me. Mm -hmm. So it literally took one whole year to create anything to offer. And in that back end, I was just showing up. I was building connection. I was trying to kind of, you know, add value and see what I could do to support before I even made a dollar. <laughs> so you do, you have to put in the hard yards. And I think like two and a half years ago, that is when we launched. So three and a half years ago is where the idea came from. And uh, from there, I've just like dived right in and fallen in absolute love with seeing the transformations of salon owners and that you know you say I'm savvy in social media and it just never ends like this beautypreneur journey never ends and social media just continues to grow and bring out a new tool that we can use to market our business so I am just loving the space that we're in right now. And what are some of the results that you're seeing as far as you know from your learnings obviously in that digital space so at the moment you've got your five-day to fearless Instagram reel challenge, things like that, that are consistently I see you showing up and doing and learning and teaching. And what are some of the what are some of the results that you're seeing, like with with the, the beauty boss owners? 
Yeah, sure. So I think with me, it's always been like, I've never really tapped into how much money they're making in return for what we offer as a membership. What I'm really seeing is the confidence that they're building to actually get in front of the camera and not be fearful of like showing themselves as their unique selling point for their brand. So that's what I really focus on a lot of the time. And that's why you can learn reels, but I want you to become fearless at reels and show your face and really own who you are rather than hiding behind the camera. Uh, Which I think is a huge, huge thing. And I know even just talking to Kerwin Ray, a massive thing. There's so much fear around showing up. Um, And I know what, you know, we've been doing it for such a long time in my Labella Clinic, Skin Whisperer, um, and where we show up, you know, um, yes, and there is times that you go, oh, my hair doesn't look any good. Am I? But it's actually not about us. And I mean, it's really funny, like Kerwin said, like what, you know, people literally start to shake. Um, and so scared to be in front of their camera. And as you said, what is it? It's a camera on you. It's not going to kill you. Um, but what it is is for you to be able to actually showcase your business. People have to, people buy you more than they buy uh, what you actually do, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I I love seeing that they're with this challenge, for example, they're giving a, a go, you know, and it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Um progress over perfection is what we've always taught (laughs) Um, and taking that really seriously within like if I literally don't do something like this for my business and get in front of the camera I'm doing my clients a disservice I am literally holding myself back from being discovered by um, possibly new people so it's gone are the days where we just rebook our clients in clinic and think that's all that we have to do Our clients are on their phones, they're scrolling when our treatment room doors are closed and it's all about that opportunity to get in front of them and make money. So, yes, converting obviously all the energy and um, content that we create on social media, the end goal is to make the money and make the sale, which is obviously what we also want them to to know. Um, But that first step has to be to become fearless and um, gain that confidence as well. Yeah, and the impact that actual social media actually has on our businesses and being able to understand that if you are not up on social, um, as Kerwin said, you will be completely left behind. Your business will not exist in the next couple of years. And to try and get that through to people is massive. Um, I know even coaching people now, one of my challenges that I give them pretty much for each time we talk is to do a story or to do uh, something. You know, some of them are doing it really well um, and others are just, you know, really shit scared and, you know, uh, you know, and to be able to support them through that because it's bigger than them. It's actually not about them, the content that they're delivering and they're experts in what they do and it's yeah. just sharing what they know and their knowledge and what, what um you know, you know, people come to us with problems. How can we solve that for them? We've got it. We've actually got, you know, we can actually do that. And that's all it is um, and just being comfortable. So obviously, uh, you know, digital is massive for you. It's just amazing. Have you just taught yourself or how, how tell us about that journey? Yeah, I am a little bit of a DIY learner. I think when there's something new that comes out, I always sort of want to know a little bit about it. 
but I was chatting to some girls the other day in the industry and they've got a bit, little bit overwhelmed with all the platforms to be on like TikTok and Pinterest yeah. and YouTube videos, IGTV, and then should I be doing stories live, Facebook groups and Facebook live? Yeah, that's a lot. Um, so really when it comes to it, I think it's important to choose maybe two main platforms that you want to conquer and really kind of own and know all of the inside tools that that offers you to be able to just become really confident and have a really strategic plan in place on how you're going to utilize that with each promotion that you're going to bring out in the salon. Um, Because, you know, I think even like during COVID, like TikTok became the thing. We were all isolated in our houses. So we learned the choreography of the dancing and stuff. And I personally just decided at that point, I said, I'm actually not going to go on TikTok because I, you know, knew that that was another platform that I'd have to dive into. And then I get into service mode and I have to teach that to all the members. And I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to really focus on what I do in my business is really well with Facebook and Instagram. I'm just going to mimic that and make sure that I can, um, yeah, kind of like deliver the best I possibly can for the members. So um, Reels just came out, what, like, 12 weeks ago I think I'm not quite sure how many weeks it was so that was a tool that did not exist before and um you know you look at it and then a beauty business owner might say I just don't understand how you can like do something in 15 seconds and utilize that for your business so it's really getting them to understand that social media is supposed to be entertaining and fun alongside the flat lay photography and images of your team and ingredient technology. Um, So just making sure you're bringing your personality as well to what you're doing in your feed. So, yeah, I just obviously don't know it all, which is why I kind of like do the best I possibly can. And if I don't know something, I'll bring in an expert to teach them too and myself as well, go out externally. I'm always working on my personal and business development I'm a full-time forever student. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. So obviously, you know, you've got Facebook, Instagram. Oh, my gosh, there's so so many. TikTok, LinkedIn. I mean, the Pinterest, everything that there is. But the two biggest platforms are Facebook, Instagram, and obviously YouTube. Um, so, you know, if, if you can actually, you know, showing up on those consistently, what would be your biggest tip as far as, uh, you know, consistent, um, you know, as far as putting content out there, what would be your five, three or five biggest tips that you could give our listeners? Okay. So I think like my number one, when it comes to a beauty salon owner as well, um, and I know that your audience is also not in business too, listening to this podcast, but they might be another entrepreneur. So just kind of like figure out what is the one thing that you want as the outcome for everything you do? Like, what do you actually want your listener, follower to do from what you're posting on a tile, what you're going live with, what the story is? So I know that we've got some behind the scenes of our family life that we can bring into stories and stuff, but that's just building connection. That no like, and trust factor is really, really important. And I'm not saying everyone has to show their kids. That could be a personal choice that you don't. But make sure that there's something. It doesn't have to be you facing the camera, even if you're a bit fearful of that. Um, But a little bit about like what you do. So 
even just choosing three things of your personal life that are kind of like everyday consistent things. Like if you love smoothies, um, if you are all about gut health and um, healthy eating, then just make sure that that's a part of your brand and what you share as well. It definitely doesn't always have to be about family. There's one thing I love, and that is going down to the beach and um, getting my feet in the sand at every free opportunity I have. So that's something that I do share in a background. Um, And it just, like, I guess for me, I want to inspire the beautypreneur that they can achieve anything if they set their mind to it. And if something like um, having free time away from the business to go and have some mind space is one goal of theirs, then I'm hopefully going to inspire them with my background stories as well. So yeah, definitely kind of knowing those three points on what you want to share from a personal perspective and sticking to them. Cause I think sometimes we can go, Oh, I've got to show up on social media. What am I going to do? And they just kind of have a big, like, here's my smoothie. Here's my facial. Here's my, um, walk at the beach and then here's what I'm doing with my face mask at home and it doesn't make sense so the story should that's right the story should have like think of it like an actual movie in your mind over a a one minute period and that last slide is really what you want them to achieve out of that as well yeah exactly um yeah and what about what would be another one I think just like with moving forward into 2021 having front of mind that you need to be looking digitally um, for your business. We've all just been through such a huge change for our industry with COVID. Locking ourselves down um, and having our businesses closed was a big slap in the face for so many of us. And some of us really took that time out to go, all right, how, how do I want my life to look? What do I want to um, be waking up and feeling like each single day? and really taking inspired action to make some big changes in their menus and treatment prices and how they show up online. And then there was a whole other that just decided I'm not doing anything and I'm going to take some time off, Mm. each to their own. But from now we're all open, I want everybody to hopefully take on board that you can literally still have the virtual skin consultations, you can still sell your product online while your treatment doors are open so it's really like whatever you were doing while closed if you've mastered how that was in like a procedure then get that in place for a team member to take on board or outsource it for someone else so it can be running in the background for you as well so and I know that you do all of that already Beck. so I just think like I look at your business I bought my diffuser from you while we were closed in lockdown because you were showing up um and you were in my face with my scrolling and I needed right then and there a diffuser for my new motorhome. And I thought, well, I'm going to support my friend in her business. So you had this easy customer journey that took me through your Instagram shopping into the shop that your website was on. And I click, I purchased and then received my box with a beautiful customer note in it. And that to me is how we all should be functioning in our businesses moving forward. Mm, and I guess, you know, even talking about the COVID, you know, the change that it's made um, and what, what I've noticed is a, a lot of businesses really showed up while the shutdown was on, but then they've gone back into the treatment room and they've, they've stopped showing up on social media like they were. So, um, you know, that cre- I know for us, we've created a whole new business. We've got 
so many items now. We have an a phenomenal store. Yes, it's all online, but there's we've got hundreds and hundreds of things that we actually sell now online and in clinic, um, and that's probably been our big, uh, you know, the big change that we've seen even over our Christmas period of the actual. We had, you know, 500 people walk into our store and buy something in, in December, like off our shelves um, that we didn't actually have there last year. So it was really great to see that. Um, but that's the thing. Like, as I said, everybody's gone back into the treatment room. They've got busy again. And, uh, you know, that, that showing up on social media has, you know, everybody was like, oh, I was doing it so well. Uh, but to actually schedule time out to be able to do it, is that something that you would, you know, how many hours a week do you think, uh, you know, our, do business owners, not even just the beauty industry, it's every business owner um, that's in a small uh, to medium business, how much time do you reckon they need to spend uh, on their, you know, their, their digital or the social part of their business each week? Yeah, I would say if um, if you're really serious about it and you've kind of dipped your toe into kind of being on socials for at least the last year, you're ready to really carve out that time. And I'd say an hour a day just to keep the balance to get started if you're actually going to put it in your calendar for an hour a day. You know, things like planning out your posts. On a Sunday, I'll spend one hour planning the week ahead for the tiles that I post on Instagram. Um, I will spend an hour another day of the week actually working on an engagement side of things. So I'll go into where my ideal client is hanging out and start engaging with them. Um, obviously, I also spend an hour um, here and there doing members engagement because I want to actually see what my members are doing and um, absolutely love that as well. So, you know, for a salon owner, I think it's so important. There's one thing putting content out to the world, but the strongest way on how you can actually build your following and that engagement is working on who's actually not following you yet. Who are the businesses in your local community and tapping into the hashtags that they're using and um, working with them as partnerships to actually, you know, build uh, community connection as well. Like there's, there's just so much untapped potential when it comes to what you can actually be doing behind the scenes in your business. And I know like, yes, we were all back in the treatment room and we were all fully booked with wait lists after COVID came back. But it just goes to show you what is possible as well when you put the energy into it. And and that is where our world is going. So we don't want you to be just left behind and going back into the treatment room. So have like a real thought, think about what that looks like for you and your business in 2021. Um, yeah, I think just... I don't know. I'd maybe say like carving out an hour every single day. So you've got seven hours of social media work each week. Mm. So how important are, you know, I just heard you mention hashtags. I'd love you to really give an explanation on exactly what the hashtags do and how they can actually strengthen, um, you know, somebody's following, um, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's basically a search tool. Um, we'd love you to give you, you know, so we can actually really share with people because I know it's one thing that I do see that they, I do see um, they either no hashtags or probably not quite the right hashtags. So give us a little bit of insight into how you see the hashtags as far as supporting 
business online and in that digital space? Yeah, sure. So yes, you're right. Like a hashtag is a search engine in its own. It's a discovery tool for your business. So if someone, for example, is sitting at a local cafe, taking a photo of their smoothie, and they use the hashtag, um, I'm going to say bean and loaf, the one that's around the corner from where I had my business, I could search that hashtag as a salon owner, and then see all the people that are sitting down having coffees and smoothies and they're my ideal client. I want them in my business to be having their smoothies. They're obviously thinking about health and like glowing skin, hopefully, and I want to convert them into a salon customer. So you could then go and click on their actual picture and maybe like it and say, yum, (laughs) just as a cold call, I guess we could call that. And spending time to do things like that, if you've got a local yoga studio, if there's personal trainers that you want to be committed to, and don't forget the jewellery makers and the macrame makers, the businesses that are working hard themselves at their social media and building an audience for themselves, you can can tap into their audience and who's actually following them and that you'll find that they're actually living in your local community. So that's sort of a way in which you can start to really get quite niched in how you use hashtags. Now, when you post something on social media, you've got the opportunity to use 30 hashtags, right? So they need to be strategic. So if you use the hashtag beauty salon, you probably find it might have 30 million uses. There is no way your post is going to show up on social media anywhere in the world Um, You want it to be showing up in your surrounding areas. So if you're within like, you know, let's say the kilometre radius of 20 kilometres, think about the suburbs that are around there, the local community networks, the businesses that are around that 20 kilometre location and start to research the hashtags that are being used within that area. So I always used hashtag Brisbane Beauty Salon hashtag Brisbane Skin Clinic, hashtag Brisbane Cafe, hashtag um, Brisbane Northside because I was on the north side. So you get what I'm kind of saying there, just try and be a little bit more niche within your surroundings so that the people that are on social media that are quite savvy with hashtags, you'll start to come up in their explore page and that's how it all kind of starts with the whole search engine and discovery tool. It's just that it's just it's just amazing how you can actually utilize, um, you know, the search engines on Instagram, and you know, even with our girls, my girls are really, you know, really getting stuck into the social. But to make sure that they're using hashtags, make sure that they're using locations, all those tools that have been put in there for you to be seen by more people, for you to be able to serve more people, and that's what ultimately we're trying to do. So, Angela, you are on a year of connection, uh, the road uh, to connection. You're with your husband and your beautiful son. Tell us about this. I know you and I, uh, we did a retreat together. You actually had your beauty boss retreat um, up in Queensland and I was lucky enough to be one of the spe- uh, one of the presenters uh, for one of the days there. We did the planning process and it was really amazing because you actually uh, joined in uh, and, uh, you know, to, to look at your life. And I know when it came to, you know, you were still doing your beauty business, 
and then you, you had your your membership and your platform that was starting to really rev up and you sort of were really tied into, uh, for me, I could see it very clearly what needed to be done. <laughs> but unfortunately, you have to make, you know, you've got to find these things out for yourself. Um, but you have made the decision and you have left the beauty, the beauty room behind uh, for you to be able to grow and expand uh, this business and you do an amazing job at it. But also another thing too is it's given you the opportunity to take off with your family and have that connection time over the next year, especially with Emilio, only his five. You're homeschooling him in that time? Well, at the moment I'm sort of pushing the prep year for the year and then I'll decide if we're going to continue on, then I'll make the decision then. Never yes. in my life did I think I'd be a homeschooling mama, but I'm open to it, you know. Like I feel like we're learning so much on the road at the moment and we've only just begun. So, yeah, I, and on the point of like you coming to the retreat and me being a part of it, I was so vulnerable during that process and I just thank you so much for giving me that opportunity to work on my growth mindset because I am an entrepreneur. I'm always buzzing. I want to help other people. And it's so important sometimes to just take a step back and reflect on what you actually want. And we did the arrow break. I can't believe you made me put an arrow to my neck and step into it. (laughs) And it broke off. And the words on there that were clear, that were kind of left over from all the pieces were me. And I've got goosebumps again because every time I think about it, it's just like it was literally pointing me in the neck that I had to start taking care of myself. And I was in constant hustle mode. I wanted my business to work around my family, to provide what, like, you know, get to the dream of the ultimate destination. But I was here serving all of the um, beauty business owners as well, which really was the one thing, I guess, from January that I knew was my path in the way I felt each day and the salon it just was you know providing the income I guess that we needed while I was building my platform so but something does have to give like if you are in the life by design and it looks nothing like what you've actually created in your mind then you have to actually make the decision to step back and no we didn't think we would be living in a motorhome However, at that retreat, we did vision boards and I put a motorhome on it. Like I no idea that I wanted to live in a motorhome. I just wanted to go on a camping trip because it had been a while since we'd been away. And um, I think I even remember when we were closed in lockdown and I was a part of your um, roundtable session um, day. And I said there was never, you know, that don't get me wrong, it hasn't crossed my mind to kind of escape in a caravan and get out of here. And I think I was just planting seeds and they were literally in my face and I had no idea. Universal (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So when we did open after COVID, um, I had an anxiety attack. I was crying on the floor and... um, That is because I knew that I was literally going from closed with no holiday or break because I was so on and I was serving the beauty business owner community while everyone was closed, straight back into a wait list until September and there was again no time for me. And I just knew at that point that I can't do this anymore. However, I still reopened and I still did all that I did, but I started to put the steps in place for me to let my clients know that the decision had, well, actually, sorry, I'll rewind that. I, I, I just started in my head 
to make the steps forward into closing the business. And then my sister's renovating a caravan. And so the talk of travel and stuff had come up with the family. And John and I were having a wine and uh, um, one night and he said, wouldn't it be cool if we just like did that too for a year? And I realized we have to do it before Emilio starts school. So everything just happened so fast, but to the point where this time everything aligned and nothing was standing in our way. So our house sold on the first open home. There was a motor home that was for sale by a retired couple and they were like, we'll wait until your house sells. No worry, we'll keep it for you. We did a lot of research, obviously, but we came back to this one and um, yeah, off we went in October and here I am sitting in my motor home even though I'm like visiting family at the moment but this is us for a year we're taking that time to connect as a family because that was a lot of what had been missing during the hustle mode of me striving and just wanting you know what I thought was success and now it's really just pointing me in the face that if you don't look after yourself and your family disconnects from you then what really is true happiness so um, I can't wait to just travel and see our beautiful country and looks like we're not going anywhere international for a while. So I think we've made a really good choice. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's absolutely fantastic. And I know there'd be, you know, people that are listening to this that would love to do that. And I guess it is just making that decision um, and going for it. Uh, we sort of thought about it years ago, but unfortunately I've got children that uh, – uh, sports it's you know once life gets in their way I think you're in a great position before they get um, <clears throat> get to school it's a great time to have taken off and I've got another friend Shannon Brenton who actually creates cell charge he took off with his family for 12 months and ended up being three or four or five years on the road <clears throat> and it was the best Amazing. time of he's just you know settled just before COVID uh, back in Melbourne so it'll be interesting I haven't spoke to him for a little while I'll have to reach out and see how he's going back in the mainstream world um, but he was sort of like, wow, you know, they didn't have mobiles. He's still consultated and um, exactly like you, you still work, you've, you've still got to work, um, but the, the pressure's different um, and you sort of do things how you want to do them. Yeah. So that's the big Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's been fun. It's, um, yeah, it's been a really good choice for us as a family. Yeah, so. and your husband sings along the way? He does. Yeah. Obviously, like we, we actually had prior commitments up until sort of now um, because he was gigging up until all this period was over. Um, so we've kind of been a bit back and forth. We haven't gotten very far, let's face it. We we live in the north side of Brisbane and we've literally gotten to Ballina and then come back. So we're heading down um, this weekend. We do head into New South Wales. So my fingers are crossed. Everything sort of is on the, you know, positive side with COVID and border restrictions and stuff like that um, because we're hosting our second Beauty Boss retreat in Byron Bay hinterland in February. So, um, yeah, we've got, you know, a fully booked retreat and this time everyone from Australia is coming um, we've got 13 of us it's a very small boutique luxe experience because we really want to deliver and have you know the vulnerability um, come up um, yeah. for everyone to be in a safe space for them to feel like they can kind of talk about what's limiting them and holding them back and yeah we have really massive breakthroughs like the girls that have been in that last retreat like hats off for the um, workshop that you did with them Rebecca because it really did 
put some massive aha moments in their heads of like if they don't make a change then well if nothing changes nothing changes right mm-hmm. so yeah we were all definitely um feeling like we could make some big moves in our lives and our businesses from the retreat so and I know a lot of the um, girls from there have reconnected with you and that's the beauty of it is like I can't be the Rebecca Miller and teach all the things that you do you're absolutely incredible and you're a different you know um, side to how you run your all your businesses with teams and your online stores and things like that that's like a whole nother avenue on which one-on-one wise and group coaching wise can just be so beneficial for our industry so that's why I love being here with you and, and speaking about what we both do yeah it's so amazing isn't it um and you've got Jessica Shambri joining you in your yep this year um, yes I'm so excited to connect with her um I've been following her for oh, maybe like a year and a half two years um and I've got a friend who's actually done a lot of life coaching with her So I just can see the difference within my friend and knew that that was something that I think we all needed as well from her love for empowering women. So that's great. And I think the great thing about what she teaches is really going back to your core values, understanding what your mission on, you know, what you're on earth to do um, and getting clear of it because we all have it sort of all these ideas fluffing around in our heads. Sometimes we don't know how to get it out um, get it out uh, and to express it and to be doing, saying no to the things that we actually fucking can't stand um, and saying yes to the amazing things that we should be doing that gives us fulfilment, joy um, and the life that we should be living. Yeah, absolutely. No business owners I'm taking care of, they're exhausted. Um, They're working crazy hours. Um, You know, their salons aren't profitable. Um, So many, so many great stories, but there's also, you know, you've got, Generally, when people reach out for help, it's because they actually really need it. Yeah. You know, and there's changes that need to be made and we're all capable of it. And I guess that's probably that spiritual part of uh, and that, you know, that's probably what I bring to the Zing team is it's just bigger than just going to work, that it is, you know, very value. If you can understand your true values, your core values, understand your business values, that it's really, really important to, you know, that just takes your business to a whole new level and I know that's something that you really um you know it's become part of you as well you really understand that now um which is really really um amazing so can't wait to see um everything that comes out of your retreat so exciting um I loved the girls that were there last year amazing 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 girls um, so, Angela, just a bit of rapid fire. If there was one bit of, uh, you know, the best advice that you've ever been given, what would that be? Oh, best advice I've ever been given. I would probably just say the words, I can and I will watch me. Yeah. A motto I take on board each and every day if I'm feeling in doubt. I can do anything I set my mind to, really. Mindset is everything. Mindset, if we can get our mindsets healthy, um, the rest of us, you know, it's just you become unstoppable. Um, So, you know, in the theme of living your best life, um, what does living your best life mean to you? Yeah, I think it means, again, like connecting with your core value. And if you say one of them is family and then it's actually not aligned with you each and every day, then you have to really look at that and make a change. So that is one of my core values. And 
it was lacking within my um, life, relationships, um, with, you know, not just my husband, but like everybody. So if that is a part of your core value and you want to be living your best life, then it has to be what you kind of put your energy into creating and, and, and what does that look like for you? So um, it's funny because a lot of the time, um, like I've just done sort of like a bit of a goal session with myself and normally I do set like the goals around life. Like I, I'd like to be doing this and this and this. And it seems like now the time has come where I actually am living my best life. And everything now is aligned to, I never like to focus on the money side of things of how much I want to make, but now I've got the life correct. Now I can focus on really the dollars that are going to come in in abundance because I'm in complete alignment. So that is what living my best life looks like. And I think that's a really good point to talk about because I know for me, I see a lot of people that have money stories. Money is an energy that can um, help us create more impact. Um, and I know for us, we've just done, you know, we've done the money stories with our girls. Uh, we did our money stories at our last planning day. And the things that hold us back, it's unbelievable. And if you sit and think about the stories, you know, when it comes to money, money's always, and even when you see somebody be successful, you know, when you start to be more successful, you're standing out more. So what does that mean? You're actually a target more. So a lot of people hold themselves back because they don't want to be stood out. They don't want to be, um, you know, judged, I guess. Um, So, you know, getting, as you just said there, that we always put a money number towards everything that we do because all it is is a measurement. So, and it's just an energy source. And we've realised that if the more money that we actually earn, the more money and um, the more impact that we can actually have, the more value that we can bring. Um, We can create a beautiful life for ourselves, but we can, you know, I can employ all these young women to give them a career that they love and they want to show up to every day has a ripple effect into their family that that we do these planning days that really get them to really look at themselves for them to them to be able to take that back to their families, their mums and dads, their, their sisters and brothers. And there's just such a ripple effect, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. It is. It really is a lot bigger. And I know that there's so many stories that we were taught when we were young from our ancestrals and then into the family parent side of things. And, you know, the whole I can't afford, better not buy that. Money doesn't grow on trees. Like it's in a subliminal level of us now. And it is up to us if we want to break through that to do the work. Um, and yeah, t- and again, like with all the social media carving out of that time, you've also got to carve out the time to work on like, yeah, the mindset side of things. You've got to have a growth mindset in business. So yeah. it's so, yeah. so powerful when you really put some energy into focusing around that for you. And I know even with, you know, the, the clients that I'm working with, and I know it's something that you're extremely passionate about is that growth mindset. Um, and understanding our psychology and how we become who we are and that most of our behaviours and the stories that we have are actually not ours. And so what do we want to let go of um, and how do we create our own story um, is huge. And I think that's some of the work that we did up up, up at your, your retreat, which was amazing that I got to share that with you. 
So you, Angela, I know that you've taken off. You're having this amazing trip around Australia. You've got your community that you, you're, you're building. And I know your doors to your membership open again very soon. You've actually got your Beauty Boss Diary um, and Planner, which is amazing. Uh, you've got your five-day reel happening at the moment. So what's next for you and what, what else have you got going on? Yeah, I think like after launching and things like that, I've actually put in place this year that I'll be having clear weeks in between big events. So I think it's like having a big promotion in your salon. You should really give yourself space if you're going all in to just take some time out after that. So after the launch, I'll have a total week off, I'm hoping. Um, This will be the first time I do that, so fingers crossed. And then it'll be the retreat time. Um, and then we literally head wherever we can, like wherever that path is, if everything goes well with going down Australia, then we will continue, um, past New South Wales. Otherwise we'll just head back up into Queensland, but literally with the mindset of wherever the road and wind take us is what is in the works for 2021. (laughs) Sounds absolutely amazing. So for people that want to know more about you, where can they find you? Yeah, sure. So with Instagram, it's where I love to hang out. So at beautybusiness underscore co. And then if you just want to know more information about what we do, lots is on the website. So go to beautybusinessco.com. And I think that's pretty much it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being an amazing guest today. We've got so many nuggets of gold. Uh, that people can take into their businesses. I uh, really, really appreciate it. Love having our conversations together. You're always uh, so inspiring. Uh, so thank you so much for joining me today, Angela. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute treat speaking today. Awesome.